2: Hey now, it's Brace for Impact, and I'm your host, Mike Gilbert, and I'm joined as always by JD, by God Oliva. How you doing, JD? I'm all right, man. It's been a while. Yeah, man. I, I've missed uh, the last two weeks. I, I'm all moved into my house. My stuff is still not here. And the room that I'm in, um, which we're just now finding out has a little bit of a, of an echo, even though it's a carpeted room. So I, I don't know about the acoustics. Maybe when I get more stuff in this room, it's literally an empty room right now. I just put a little makeshift table, you know, and my computer. So stuff would help, you know, um, if
1: you buy butcher box, um, line it comes with this great foam insulation which you could use to line your walls to make for a cheap sunproofing,
2: which is what i've done here
1: oh really so
2: you put that on all your walls or just like the walls around your desk the wall
1: behind the wall behind me i'm speaking into it it's absorbing it oh that's what i use
2: oh okay well now i know well anyway it's sound yeah Aloha, folks. Uh, I am uh, I am in Hawaii. It is six forty-five p.m. Uh, in the in the evening. So, um, JD, what time is it where you're at? It's eleven forty-five at night. <laughs> it's eleven forty-five at night. JD's mother effing tired right now, and she I knows. guarantee it. <laughs> but hey, we're we're uh, we're we're gonna do it, man. Hey, I I really enjoyed tonight's episode, man. I you was. Know, Yeah, so I did watch last week. I watched it after you guys had already recorded the show. And then the week before that, I think I caught like a couple of matches. So, Um, but I thought this was, I thought this show was better than last week's show. And uh, lots of good wrestling on, lots of great action. Um, Good, good stuff from Impact this week. Yeah, fun. Good show. I can't. I have very little I have little to complain about, but very little to complain about this. Oh, week, so. there, there is one area that I'm just going to say what happened, and then I'm just going to let you talk. So Ooh, yes. <laughs> Yeah. All right, so uh, the the BTI pre-show match was just Gis- Giselle Shaw uh, defeating Tanil Dashwood. And that was Talking BTI. Great job, everybody. Thanks for joining us on BTI Talk this week. Shortest podcast known to man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the opening uh, the opening video recapped Josh Alexander retaining his title last week over Moose and then setting him up to battle Ishii at Under Siege in two nights. Uh, we also saw the destruction of W. Morrissey, courtesy of the major players, and footage of the ongoing feud between Jonah and PCO culminating in the main event tonight on um, Monsters Ball. So the the first match we got here is a uh, is a tables match with a uh, W Morrissey. Um, he is a big time star here in Impact. jobber to the stars in AEW. Uh, <laughs> uh, he defeated more, uh, Brian. More did, that later. Yeah, he defeated Brian Myers in a, in a tables match here, and I gotta say, like, it was all smoke and mirrors but i loved this match i thought this was a lot of fun now uh, with
0: the,
2: with myers just chasing around all the heels and uh eventually getting uh, getting um or with Morrissey chasing around all the heels and be you know teasing going through the table several times there was one spot in in the match where the major players um just picked up a table and tried to put put him like had him up against the post and they just tried to break the table over him to be able to win the match i thought that was creative, creative. i don't think of've I don't think I've ever seen that in a tables match before. No, that was that was
1: creative. Um I do have a thought on this though. I don't think I like this match too, but I don't think it should have been on this episode mm-hmm. because our main event ended with a big table spot, right? Yep. Yep. So a little too repetitive I think that uh, I think that having the tables match on this particular show took away from A little bit of what the the monsters ball match was and i think that there was i do think there might have been too much plunder on this show because it all kind of runs together a little bit right so that's a personal opinion um i think they could have done something else perhaps we could have seen giselle shaw and
2: to need, uh, no i didn't want no that. no <laughs> no we didn't need that one yeah you know they probably could have pulled a match from last week's episode and put it on this week's and just had a flip-flop but I think they're wanting a hot show to lead into under siege but mm-hmm. um I I you know it, it didn't it didn't bother me but I I do agree it was probably too much too much plunder for one episode but you know I what you- because just because or
1: or they should not have built that final the the monsters ball match around the table spot with all the other plunder in the monster's ball we did we really need the extra the table there's something else we could have done yeah. right? like i think that they just kind of a uh, repetitive booking a little bit you know mm-hmm. and i think they could be a little bit more cautious of that i think everyone could be a little more cautious of that so as not to be so repetitive in television
2: yeah no yeah I to- I totally get it um but either way uh I thought I thought it was a great match I thought there was another cool spot where Jordan Grace uh, hit a running power bomb on Cardona wall while, while Myers was kicking Cardona in the face I thought that mm-hmm. was really cool so tons of cool spots tons of fun moments um the major players in Chelsea Green are great heels they play off of Morrissey very well Morrissey looked like a million bucks. Um, I, I don't think he's gonna, I don't think he's long for impact to be honest with you. After I saw him on AEW last night and you and I have been talking about it for a long time. Like once, once he gets back on Vince's radar, like he's gone. And, mm-hmm. uh, apparently our, our, boy Andrew Zarian broke the news that, uh, and what you just said last week on this show where you, you were telling Scott that, you know, you thought that this might even be a job interview for Morrissey to get on the radar of WWE. Well, it worked, man. Cause, uh, they're, they're after this guy. It looks like. Said it, and this is why I thought
1: Morrissey was a good guy to use in this position. We'll get into that more on the Patreon show, yeah. I'm sure. But uh, yeah, Morrissey looks like a million bucks, and he's everything that Vince likes about professional wrestling. Yeah, yep, little gets a little bit uh, gets a little bit worked up by the crowd sometimes when he doesn't need to be, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'll, tell, I'll tell a story, I'll tell a cast, an old this is a cast story on the Patreon show.
2: Oh, okay, okay. All right. Uh, Jim Miller was backstage with Rich Swann and Willie Mack. Uh, they talked about their upcoming match with Bullet Club later tonight before being interrupted by the major players. Uh, Myers is in rough shape, uh, and, and some words were said, and then uh, Swan uh, basically challenged him for a digital media championship match um, for down the road. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, X-Division champion Ace Austin defeated uh, Rocky Romero. Rocky, who has not won a match in the United States in 10 years, I think. Um, he's, he's been on everybody's TV show, Job into the Stars. Got a title shot this week, but it was a good match nonetheless. And I thought Ace Austin looked really good here, looked like a star. Uh, he's going to be in the best of the Super Juniors coming up here pretty soon. So mm-hmm. that's really cool. Um, I, what is he, an A block or B block? I can't remember. I believe he's an A block. A he's block. In
1: the opposite block is Wheeler Utah
2: Okay. Yeah. And I know that uh, I think his first match is going to be against Taji Ishimori, who is another former X-Division champion. yeah,
1: when when Taji Ishimori decides he wants to work, which isn't always, but when Taji decides, oh, you know, I'm going to try this match, he's still really good. Mm -hmm. He doesn't always make that decision, but I hope he does with ASOS because I think it'll be a really good match
2: when it happens. Yeah. Um, So... Let's go to the end here. Uh, Romero attempted to gain the upper hand once again, but Austin proved too much and nailed, oh, nailed Romero with the fold. So that, that was the end. So, but I, I did dig the match, um, but as soon as as um, as soon as they announced Romero, I was like, yep, yep, this is going to be a, a victory for old Ace Austin, a good victory. Um, as Austin celebrated his win after the match, Trey Miguel hit the ring set, uh, setting up uh, or sending Austin up the ramp. He informed the crowd that we'd be seeing him invoke his rematch clause for the title this coming up Saturday at under siege under siege which we'll talk about at the end of the show uh looking like a banger of a card man
1: so i don't love trey cutting promos
2: but at least he's not brian pillman jr (laughs) yeah good so at least trey has a bit of passion uh in his promos and i think sometimes like he tries too hard with some of his promos if that makes sense like um to where like, he's very passionate, but it gets to the point where it comes across as inauthentic at times. Yeah. But um, he did, uh, you know, last year when he was feuding with Sam McCallaghan leading up to Rebellion, I thought he was cutting really good promos, and he has mm-hmm. regressed ever since.
1: I agree. I don't think he's cut a good promo since then. And that was what, ooh, just about a year ago, right? Yeah,
2: Well, right yeah. when we were starting the show. So. That's right. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, But again, better than Brian Pillman Jr.
2: Yeah, Brian, Brian Pillman's just hella awkward, bro. Hella awkward.
1: Like he's in front of his essentially childhood hero and could not conjure up, conjure magic, enough (laughs) uh, gumption to cut a coherent, decent promo.
2: Yeah. Um Josh Alexander's in the back um, talking about uh, Scott DeMorahan picking a challenger for uh, for him at Under Siege. Alexander stated that he'd be watching his match tonight, uh, Ishii's match tonight, against Steve Macklin this coming Saturday, and he'd be facing the best wrestler on earth. And if you were to believe Brian Alvarez, Ishii is, in fact, the best wrestler on earth. And I could see that argument. He is fantastic. He's great. Um, Yeah. <laughs> He's really good. He's really, really fucking man, man doesn't have
1: bad matches. I remember I was at Windy City Riot a couple weeks ago, and I was like, uh, Ishii and Suzuki. I feel like I've seen this a thousand times. And then when it came out, I was like, Oh yeah, I forgot this is even gonna happen. All right, I guess this will be fine. And then by the end of the match, I was like, That was great. Like, <laughs> yeah. like you know what you're gonna get with Ishii, right? But he, you know, what he is—he's pizza. You know what it's gonna taste like, but it's always reliable and always good. Yeah. And oftentimes, yeah. when you finish eating it, you're like, That was fantastic.
2: Yeah, I went to the New Japan show in LA last year, and he faced Moose, and it was not even close. Best match on the show. Yeah, and it was a typical Ishii match, but with Moose doing some of his high flying spots. So,
1: and that's the nice thing about Ishi too is he gets his match, but he can work it with anybody. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not a lot of high spots. It's a lot of like he's really good storyteller. He's really good at feeding on the crowd's emotion. Really good at reading a room. Like Ishii's I'll even say he's actually kind of underrated because he's never really had a, because Alvarez has always said that he belongs in the Observer Hall of Fame, but a lot of people are like, he's oh, never had a world title, right? So, I mean, like, people don't <laughs> realize what working is. So, I think that Ishii is absolutely fantastic, and he's really
2: good at what he does. And he's Very. like 45. Oh, yeah, yeah. And doesn't seem like he's slowing down at all, so. No, it doesn't. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV Uh, then we had another uh, vignette kind of reminds me of a Robert Rodriguez movie trailer Um, Mm -hmm. but it's all based off of uh, it's all Sammy Callahan though Um, but it's like you know Robert Rodriguez Quentin Tarantino style grindhouse yeah 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 one of those deals but uh, yeah Sammy Callahan coming back probably this weekend is what I'm thinking he's an Ohio guy so it makes sense that he would go there in uh, the tri-state area so there it's they're calling it a Cincinnati show, but it's essentially across the river into Kentucky. But it's the greater Cincinnati area. So, um, I, I believe that um, the home of Brian Pillman Jr. Actually,
1: yeah. yeah, I think that I think that that's I think across the river is considered Kentucky suburb or um
2: Cincinnati suburbs in Kentucky, which is whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, Masha Slamovich defeated some chick. Beat her ass. There you go. Are we were gonna we were gonna put Masha in a storyline. I, I hope so because, uh, you know, I as much as big a fan I as I am of squash matches, this is all she's been doing since November. It's May. We've mm-hmm. got to do something with this girl. Six months, man. Six yeah. Six months. Yeah. This is crazy. Um, Raj Singh and uh, Mahabali Shira cut a promo on Bupinda Gujar and his match against VSK last week. Awesome. There you go. Um, (laughs) The Briscoes. Now, speaking of actually being awesome, the Briscoes, now, you know, I think uh, Scott was a bit tough on my Briscoes last week Now uh, with their promo. And then I went back and watched it, and I was like, you know what? I think it was missing a bit of that Briscoes flavor. Well, He's we got right. it this week. He was right. right, and we got it this week. I, I thought that the Briscoes flavor was back in action this week. Uh, I thought they they nailed their promo. And I thought, for to his credit, I thought Eric Young nailed the Violent by Design promo too. I thought the really good content here.
1: Yeah, Eric Young cut the Violent, the violent by Design promo. I feel like I've heard it a 100 times. Right, I feel like it's the same promo every single time. Yeah, but I was really feeling—I was really feeling the passion of the Briscoes. That felt like in a Ring of Honor Briscoes promo. Yeah, so I'm glad we got that on the show because um, there's a genuineness to those two, right? They are what they are, and they're really good at being who they are, and it's nice to finally like project that across
2: here. So, yeah, and I'm—I uh, didn't get to talk about it last week, and everybody knows the Briscoes are my guys. Um, I am just so happy they're here in impact, and that we get to watch their matches and cover them on our podcast. And mm-hmm. so, um, whenever I, I think about things, I typically think of myself first. Um, usually, I'm very selfish person when it comes to my entertainment, and so I'm really glad that they're here because I get to watch them in depth and I get to talk about it. So As well that you makes it, be. yeah. Um, and Lance Storm and Brian Alvarez told some good Briscoe stories on their podcast this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, about um being in Canada, and I think of I can't remember. It was Jay or Mark, but one of the briscoes, uh, they were bleeding, walking into a pharmacy, trying to get bandages and stuff after a match. So that was a pretty good story.
1: It was good. I, I, Lance has good stories when, uh, when he opens up, like, uh, they have a good pro. They have actually had a good podcast that rests the wrestling of If you don't like to read the observer, you should have an observer subscription just so you can listen to their plethora of podcasts, much like you can on the fight game media network.
2: Oh yeah, definitely. Well, then the observer, that's our cousins. Those are mm-hmm. different, our distant cousins. So, um, Bullet Club with uh, Jay White and Chris Bay. Um, lots of news coming up for Bullet Club we'll talk about on the Patreon. But uh, Jay White and Chris Bay defeated Rich Swan and Willie Mack. Willie Mack, also some news about him coming up on the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought this was a really good match. And uh, with the news surrounding Mack, no surprise here that he uh, he ate the pin. And um, looks like Rich Swann is going to be moving on into a singles career. But I thought this was very good. I really enjoyed it.
1: I got nothing bad to say about the match. Everybody's a tweener in this company. This yeah. Like. Every, yeah. Josh. Josh is the only one. Josh is the only baby face. Everybody else working in the gray.
2: hmm
1: Which is fine. Uh, what
2: would you think of the jumping of the
1: uh, – the incident
2: after <laughs> so um so here, let, let me go to the, the finish of the match and then i'll go into that so the swan eventually made the tag and hit mac uh or and tag and mac hit some uh offense on bay including a samoan drop and before too much damage could be done white was able to regain momentum and set up uh, mac for the art of finesse by bay sending him to the pay window oh yeah we got a new guy who writes for the observer by the way garza left yeah. So I'm getting used to his writing style. So Honor No More hit the ring after the match and and attempted to take these guys out. And then for about four seconds, the Bullet Club music hits again, and
1: Bullet um, Club for lo- and that was it.
2: And that was it. And then it took about a day and a half for old Luke Gallows to get <laughs> down to the ring, <laughs> but he got down there. And then uh, they they sent Honor No More packing. But um, but we're you know obviously prepping for this big five on five match at uh, at Under Siege. Um, and I did think it was cool that um, Matt Raywalt. Obviously, they did this in post-production because um, the audio quality was different. But Matt Raywalt mm-hmm. was talking about um, all the news surrounding the Bullet Club in uh, New Japan with uh, with Juice Robinson joining and all that stuff.
1: Big fan of that. Big fan of Juice. He he worked us all. What did. a great per- what a great performance he gave on uh, Wrestling Observer Live. I've never heard a wrestler sound more tired and more burnt out and faking it.
2: It is really well done. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, good for him. But I thought Kudos. the beatdown. I thought the beatdown was okay. But I thought the Good Brothers coming out was kind of weak. So
1: yeah, speed isn't the Big Brothers
2: thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 But yeah, a good, good match. Okay, okay, beatdown segment. I'm, I'm curious about this match coming up at Under Siege because, you know, it seems like Honor and More they were getting beat every week, and the, now they're starting to get a little bit of wins. You know, you know, Good Brothers might be on the way out. Jay White, he's uh, scheduled for a New Japan show at the same time as Slammiversary, so he's not going to be there. So I I don't know, man. I'm thinking maybe Honor No More can start getting a little bit of momentum and maybe even get a victory here this weekend. I think it's going to come down to politics. Yeah. Who's, book, who's booking it,
1: right? I know a certain promoter from Jacksonville who if you book his talent on other shows, they're going to win every yeah. time. Yeah. So... Does you know is Mr. Obari thinking the same thing? He's like you have the Bullet Club, Bullet Club wins. I mean, like he mm-hmm. he could say that, and when you are the lesser partner in a partnership, you gotta yeah. follow the rules.
2: Well, and then Ishi is in the main event. He's not beating Josh. He's not no. getting the title. So, no. you know, now that you bring that up, it's probably Bullet Club getting the dub because Ishi is taking the L there in the main. Hey, event.
1: Hey, I thought there was a quid pro quo. <laughs> Quid pro quo going yeah. on this week that I was wrong about.
2: Yeah, it made sense, but mm-hmm. which more, again more, stay, more tuned. On that later. stay tuned. Stay <laughs> tuned. Stay tuned for the Patreon. Um, so next we saw current knockout. So they had a pretty good vin- vignette between uh um oh wait, nope. Next is oh, so sorry. We saw current knockouts champion Tasha Steels and Savannah Evans. They're in a stairwell. And then all of a sudden, they go into another dimension. JD, thoughts? If I want to watch Scooby-Doo, I'll put on Boomerang. Is that still on Boomerang? Are they, they still show oh, yeah. the, the old episodes? Oh, yeah. oh, oh okay.
1: The Boomerang has an app. So we oh. watched, we have the app. I have the, you know, it's uh, it's $3 a month. It's good. $3 a month. because I can oh, watch yeah. Scooby-Doo and Bugs Bunny with my kid. It's actually quite awesome. I'm a big, big oh, fan nice. of the boomer app. However, however, cause I pay for HBO max, all of that stuff should be in one app. Yes. I believe I believe the new title is Warner brothers discovery. Get on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I'm so broken and so beaten <laughs> down by all this, that <laughs> I'm just like, whatever, man, I hate mm-hmm. this shit. Uh, it was like it was like a Scooby Doo skit and I just I fucking hate it. I hate it so much.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm watching it and I was like, "Wow, this is really bad." And so I was like, bad. it's so bad. It actually makes me happy because I know JD is just boiling inside right now. <laughs> you know, I'm not even boiling. I'm beaten. I'm defeated. I had a guy
1: actually, my buddy Drew, was at a hotel tonight. He's like, "Hey, we uh, my hotel has access. What do I need to know about Impact to watch?" I said Josh Alexander is the world champion, of the Bullet Club, because he knows New Japan. Bullet club's there all the time. He goes, Well, which guys from Bullet Club? I said, kit and Caboodle. All the yeah. all the all the white Bullet Club guys basically. And and um not even just white, all the American, I should say, Bullet Club guy, or not even American. All yeah. the non Japanese Bullet Club guys. Right. Jesus. Uh Slate, sorry. Um and then he texts me back going, What is this? <laughs> And I didn't know what to say because one, he was ahead of me. I didn't know what was going on. But then when I figured out what was going on, I'm like, yeah, man, we do this sometimes and the the fans like it, but I don't know. (laughs) You know, that's all I could say. I don't know, man.
2: Yeah. It's one of those, you know, a few weeks ago when uh, PCO and Jonah were uh, battling in a a basement to some music and my wife was in the room with me and she just kind of like, she was like, had her back turned because she's playing, she's working on the computer. She kind of just turns around, looks at me, and then just looks back at her computer. And I was like, You're right, I'm stupid. I, I watch stupid stuff. I've gotten the disappointed
1: white glance <laughs> from wrestling before.
2: <laughs> yeah. I came
1: in and told her today, I'm like, I got my Forbidden Door tickets. It sold out in 40 minutes. And she's like, That's great, JD. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. And I'll go slink. gotta go back into my office now. And yeah.
2: <laughs> so next- I hate when they do shit like this, man. I really do. <laughs> I was trying to move on. <laughs> I just you want know you want to hear something good though? A video promo aired on the current feud between Perazzo and Taya Valkyrie, um, oh, referencing Impact, Ring of Honor, AAA. I thought this was very well done. Uh, mm-hmm. Good, good promo package. I thought both um, Taya and Diana were great in it. We have underrated promo packages. We really do. I Very. really think that impact yeah.
1: does. There, I think the impact promo, because I watched Raw last week, because I'm, I'm a psychopath. Are, are you just um,
2: trying to get on the rap or something? Or are you just trying to hit all the fight game shows? So you're trying to watch a little bit of WWE? What's going on? Cody, man, I was actually curious. People like, oh, it's been oh. better. Brian yeah. Albers, I like, guess
1: this is a good episode of Raw. So yeah. And Scott was coming on. So I was like, well, I'll bridge. I'll bridge the gap for the Patreon. I'll talk WWE with my friend. And god damn, that show sucks. <laughs> um... And this was supposed to be a good episode, but no, And it's all it is is promo packages, promo packages, promo packages. I think Impact does a better job putting together coherent promo packages mm-hmm. than WWE does.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, I, and I, yeah, I, I don't disagree with you whatsoever. And I'm not a Raw and SmackDown watcher, but I watch the pay-per-views and they put, those are heavy promo packages too. So um, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. So many promo packages, but this was good. This was, it told, yeah. it did
1: a really good job refreshing you on a, on a rivalry without having to have a match, which is good sometimes.
2: Yeah. Um, speaking of one of the best wrestlers of all time, uh, Tomahiro Ishii, who, oh, uh, Johnny swinger. <laughs> Oh, did we miss the swinger thing? No, it comes later. It comes okay. Later. I was about to say, I was like, "Who we can't miss that one. Um, so Ishii, uh, who Dave, Dave Penzer referenced as the strong pit bull. I don't know if he, anybody else caught that, but – He screwed it up. <laughs> Stone Pitbull. Yeah. He did better than the guy at the multiverse show who called him Tommy Hero Ishii, Ishii or whatever he called him. But uh, uh, anyway – I anyway. about that. Yeah. Uh, Ishii and Steve Macklin, man, boy, did they have a really good match. And I heard that this match was good ahead of time. Uh, mm-hmm. The guy, from, uh, Joel from um, Fightful had talked about it. And this is your, your every every Ishii match. And I, I felt like this had more intensity than some of the Ishii matches I've yes. seen lately. Um, yes. I, I, I think, think that Macklin was out to prove a point that he could hang with these New Japan guys. And Damn it, he is right. He can hang with these New Japan guys. I think New Japan needs to bring him in. I I thought he was incredible here. Obviously, Ishii is Ishii. He's always great, but I thought Macklin really showed out and uh was just uh it was just a badass match um with uh Ishii getting the victory here to to head into uh, Under Siege to take on uh, Josh Alexander.
1: Steve was uh auditioning, really. Mm-hmm. Um cuz he has not been on the strong tapings. He has not he has not been invited to come into New Japan. Um, the problem is like, there's a big, long line of guys that are waiting to get a new Japan. And I think he kind of knows he's down the list of importance. So he had an opportunity to really show out. And I think he did. I, I hope he turned some eyes in that new Japan office. Cause I know they watched, I know. Um, I'm going to assume this match is going to get posted on, on uh world. Cause a lot yeah. of the, a lot of the matches get posted on world. So someone's going to be watching this at some point. And they're going to say, man, this big, some bitch like Macklin's pretty good. So yeah. I, I hope so. Like I don't know if he's ready for a G1 run or anything no. like that, but there's no doubt he can be working in those big, you know, 47 man tags.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And then I I think that, you know, bringing him into strong would would mm-hmm. be good too. I think uh he would fit right in there uh with some of those guys. Gimme to- gimme uh Macklin versus Tom Lawler. Uh you know what? I think I think Impact needs to kick the tires on Lawler. Um, I I know that he's got his deal with the New Japan Strong. He's not really signed there, but I I I see that. I think they should try to bring him in. Honestly, no comment. Um, Oof.
1: okay. I love Tom. No, I love Tom Waller. Love oh, Tom Waller. Yeah. He's great. I'm just gonna say no comment and leave that alone. Okay. Okay. I might know. I might know things.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think that you do know things. Um, I might know things. all right. Um, now we go from. One of the best matches of the week. Um, I, I'll be honest, I did not watch all of Dynamite. Um, I watched the first hour of Dynamite. So, to me, this was the best match of the week that was on TV. Um, the Ishii versus Macklin. So, I didn't see Perrazzo and um, and Mercedes Martinez, and I didn't watch uh, Dante Martin and, uh, or Darius Martin versus uh, Phoenix. I didn't watch those. So
1: It was Dante. I would do yourself a favor and watch that match at some point because that thing yeah. was awesome. Um. But, yeah, I don't, know. I don't know if I call it the best match of the week. Maybe the most innovative because they were out there creating offense. A yeah. Russian leg sweep off the middle rope.
2: That, that sounds pretty, pretty cool. cool stuff.
1: It was pretty yeah. cool stuff. They did some cool stuff. But, yeah, Deanna and uh, Mercedes, It was they were more of that in the Patreon.
2: Yeah, um, I heard, heard they shit the bed. So
1: I think they were set to fail. We'll yeah. talk about it in the Patreon.
2: Yeah, more of the Patreon. We've been plugging the hell out of the Patreon now. We usually don't we, do that too we much. Rarely, we need to do that. We're <laughs> trying to sell subscriptions by the Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next, we saw a backstage promo that featured Swingers Dungeon. So we go from one of the best matches of the week to... A completely ridiculous and hokey backstage segment. First, no, what no, did your no? no I the know, best, the, the best
1: backstage segment of the week.
2: Oh, and you know, and I'm going there. It was incredible. It was perfect. Awesome. It was amazing. What did your friend think about it? Did he text you?
1: No, he never messaged me about this. Text, text I, him and see what he said. I, I will. <laughs> I hope he didn't give up on the show after the stupid magic bullshit. Oh, yeah, because I because that 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 broke me originally. the the, what do we call it the undead realm yeah broke me initially so pretty stupid uh, yeah it's fucking terrible um yeah yeah, i don't know i'm gonna ask him because this was great dude it was so great
2: (laughs) man i wish i wish i had my notepad because i was gonna there are so many one-liners here from johnny swinger um and and zicky dice too by the way i got all the crabs (laughs) (laughs) bought. Yeah. Oh the the part that that just broke me was like uh when Zicky was like, Yeah I'm gonna you know, go in there, he's gonna do something he goes, Oh yeah, what's your finish, Daddy? And he goes, Oh, I, I usually you know, I usually don't get to that part where I could finish and He goes, Can you help me finish? He goes he goes, Yeah, I'll give you the one legged Boston crab and he started naming all these finisher moves and I was just like, I don't know why that broke me so much, man. I just I started got, laughing I got, my ass I off. I got
1: I can give you all the crabs is what he said.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh and then, he, then he gave him a, a ball gag, and then he got uh, some chick hit him with a whip, and then he went into the dungeon. So, um, he sounded like a
1: horse. At the end of it. he was like <laughs> neighing like a horse at the very end. Of the ski. Yeah. It's great, man. They never have to wrestle. They just do stuff like this. I'm entertained.
2: Yeah, Zicky, Zicky is great. Um, I'm really glad they brought this guy in and they've stuck with him. He's really funny. Got great comedic timing. He does.
1: Yeah. Uh, c- comedy and wrestling is hard because like comedy is so broad. Like what strikes one person funny. So might you know might not hit the other person like I can't stand Vince McMahon's sense of humor, you know I don't think it's funny anything they do over there. But this is right along my sensibilities, you know it's <laughs> nothing but nothing but dirty jokes. Like it's, yeah. it was great, it's it's absolutely awesome. Johnny Swinger is a national treasure.
2: He he is amazing and needs to go in the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame. There I said it um we should start we
1: should start a write-in campaign (laughs) for Johnny swinger for the wrestling observer hall of fame oh yeah bar us forever and it would be great
2: yeah i mean i already don't have a vote so now neither do i that's why it'd be great (laughs) (laughs) we're not
1: important enough to have votes no this is and this is why we don't have a vote for the wrestling observer hall of fame
2: (laughs) uh so we got we got to the main event we had um um Oh, we got 10 minutes left, Zoom. I got you. All right, PCO defeated Jonah in a Monsters Ball match. Um, You know, I I originally was disappointed that this was the main event, but um, seeing the match, the way that it played out, I was like, makes total sense that this was the main event. Not because everything against PCO and Jonah. I love those guys, two of my favorites. I just figured that Ishii should be the main event, considering he's main eventing under siege this weekend. But um, when I saw how the match played out, just plunder crazy spot after crazy spot there was a uh, a uh, jonah slam pco on the backs of like several chairs and his back just kind of broke over them um that was crazy we had your thumbtack spots sledgehammer spots jonah went off the middle rope to the outside through a table um just awesome awesome stuff hard-hitting stuff i don't think pco is gonna walk when he's 70 but hey we got him now man we got to cherish him while we have him
1: he's like 55 like i mean he doesn't have he shouldn't be walking now but yeah. here we are yeah um i always say i'm kind of tired of plunder but when it's done really well like this it's great and when mm-hmm. you have jonah and pco this is what it should be and what i like about it too is this ended the feud yeah right it's over feud's over jonah happy trails thank you yep. for coming great six um, months
2: jonah loved it great
1: yeah great six months he put over the new monster on the way out this is the way pro wrestling's supposed to be like what a great use of of the monsters ball gimmick. I wouldn't mind if they'd have put this on the under show, to be honest with you. But they needed a hot match to close the show, and it worked. So I thought it was, it was good.
2: Yeah, yeah, great, great stuff, uh, Jonah. Uh, on the way out here, but um, like like we were saying, he was you know obviously incredible for his entire time here in, uh, in Impact. And just because he's gone right now, that doesn't mean they can't you know eventually bring him back. So.
1: No, I think he's pretty heavily invested in, in New Japan, though. I think yeah. it's probably. I don't know. I don't know what his visa situation is. I don't know if he's still living here, or if he's planning on being back in New Zealand or what. But I mean, New Ju- Being in New Japan, you have that freedom, you know. It's closer. Yeah. So, yeah. and the Mighty Don't Kneel are getting the real Mighty Don't Kneel group. are back together in New Japan. Mm-hmm. That's really yeah.
2: cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, P.C.O. Man, over like crazy. I know there wasn't very many people in the arena, but yeah, well, they are all behind him, man. Like he is just such a likable character. It's. So I, I dog I bagged on the uh, undead realm stuff earlier because it's
1: bad. But there's something about PCO that works mm-hmm. and I can't put my finger on it. I think it's just like I think it's just the performer, right? Yeah. I think there's just something about about Pierre Carlet that makes that character work when I should hate it. I should hate a guy who pretends to be Frankenstein, but I don't. Right. I don't. I, I enjoy watching him work. I enjoy watching the, the frenetic energy and the chaos. And I enjoy how committed he is to making that work. And there's something, there's just something about the guy that makes something that I should hate with all my passion. Something I enjoy. Mm -hmm. Not my favorite thing in the world, but when he's out there doing it, I'm always entertained.
2: And, and yeah, I'm always entertained too. some of the hokey stuff. I just kind of laugh at, but, um, when he comes out in front of the crowd, man, they're with the guy, they're Mm -hmm. behind him. Uh, he's going to be, you know, probably number two, three baby face here for the time that he's going to be an impact. Um, and I, I just keep thinking, it's like, man, if they, you know, if, if they ever flip the title to a heel and they, and they go to, um, Montreal and, and do a show in Montreal, I, I think that, um, I think that they could probably flip the title to him for like uh, you know a couple of week of transition or whatever they got to do but i think that could really work
1: my dog chewed up my shoe <laughs> while i was on the podcast bastard
2: um <laughs> shit sorry no it's all good i was just saying um i was just saying that if so he's he's so over and so likable that if they ever flip the title back to a heel later this year and they end up doing, for some reason, a show in Montreal. They could probably headline a show with Roulette against a, against a heel and maybe flip the title for a, an event or two. Um, to you know, have, he's I that don't over. like.
1: He is that over, but I don't like that, and I'll tell you why. Because that's what Ring of Honor did, is they put the world title on PCO and it actually kind of hurt stuff because the pco character works best as a mid-card attraction okay. i think i think he could challenge in montreal but i and win by disqualification or something like that but i do not think that he is a guy especially at his age and what he does you want to be your world champion um x division
2: X okay. Division?
1: Yeah. I could get on board with that. Okay.
2: I'll, I'll meet you halfway. X Division is probably better suited, but you know, do a do a big a big X Division title match in Montreal with a PCO challenging. So, hey, um JD, you got your big Kickstarter happening right now. What's going on with that, man? Tell us all about it. We are in the closing hours.
1: So I'm going to hit refresh so I can tell you for sure. We have 8 hours to go. We broke the record. Nice, eighty-seven. That's my life. That's the the n- n- top number of backers. Some dude, Zach Cannon. I appreciate you gave me one dollar to break my record. I appreciate that. Hey, shout so, out yeah. to Zach. Thank you, dude. Thank you, because again, it's about at that point, it's about you know breaking a record. Uh yeah. We asked for a thousand bucks. We are gonna close. We got eight hours left. We're gonna close somewhere around thirty-five hundred. We have nice. thirty-five hundred sixty-two at the moment. So we're three hundred. 56% funded and after this it'll close and uh, I'll move it over to Indiegogo so if anybody wanted to get onto it but missed it um, it's going to be open there I'm not going to push for that nearly as hard as I push for the Kickstarter and then these books will actually come out on Amazon later in the year so I'm actually this is good this is the best Kickstarter I've ever ran um, it's exceeded dollar wise more than $1,000 over my top running Kickstarter it's been it's been a huge success and I'm going to do these things quarterly for the rest of my life apparently <clears throat>
2: Awesome. Well, congratulations, man. That's a big accomplishment. Right. Uh, everybody's, I'm sure everybody's excited to, to see the book and read the books when they come out. Uh, and for me, my column returns. Uh, I will be uh, typing that bad boy up tomorrow. I know I did get a couple of uh, direct messages on Twitter asking me where my column has been. Well, I have been on the road. I have not been able to, to do much writing. In fact, I didn't even have Wi-Fi here in my house for like the first 10 days. So, um, But I'm all, I got Wi-Fi. I got everything that I need. I got my computer ready. To go. Um, and the Brace for Impact column is coming back. It should have some ratings news, uh, news about all the people leaving impact, possibly coming to impact, all that stuff. I'm gonna be breaking all that down tomorrow. Um, but hey, if you are a Patreon subscriber, stick around. If not, if you listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, um, we will talk to you guys next week. Mahalo.
0: Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill
1: everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or McCrispy sandwich